0: The plans last nearly 3 years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Let's go back to 2011 with Squidge. Let's look
2: at the World Cup again with Squidge. Hello and welcome to the Squid Rugby World Cup Retrospective Podcast. The rugby podcast that exists. That makes it sound like it's the only one. That's not true. Because uh, we are, of course, joined by a host of another one. I'll quickly introduce Will Owen. How are you? How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm up surprisingly early. This yeah. is about seven hours ahead of my schedule being yeah. awake. So, yeah. I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I really I'm ready to ask you. I'm, I'm fine. I am tired. I got about four hours sleep last night. Hopefully, that doesn't come into play. I just. Didn't sleep very well one of those nights and then got up to watch the Super Rugby this morning anyway. And we are recording it in the morning, as you say. Mm, um, and also over. joining us, Wales Online's one and only, Mr Ben James. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm very well. Yeah.
0: I, I slept quite well. I watched the first half <laughs> of, of the game we, we were talking about mm. last night and I watched the second half, so mm-hmm. it, that helps for sleep, I think. Put the second half,
2: first half on and, y- and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got to say with having you on as well, Ben, that... I now, by default, have the second best lockdown beard of the people on this podcast, so I've got to commend you on that, so well done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah,
0: um, this this beard, I shaved it off at the start of lockdown because I thought it was going to be annoying, and now it's sort of grown back, so I'm kind of gutted that I didn't leave it and see what i I think yeah. I'd be full on like Castro at this point. Um, G- <laughs> G- Giovanni, not, get... not Fidel. Um, yeah. just, to, just to clarify... <laughs> um,
2: we didn't ask Jake Ball to feature on the podcast, but I think if you left it there, then there would have been a bit of confusion.
0: Yeah, I think I think Jake Ball is a, is a, is a fit in sort of um, look alike. Good thing or, to aim for. Jake Ballsack, yeah. as is he's is he better known in in BBC <laughs> circles. I shouldn't say that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get sacked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get ball sacked. What a way to go, though. <laughs> hey, I don't even work for the BBC, so it doesn't matter, actually. But you know, I'll, I'll still get sacked. <laughs> yeah, the, the beard. Um, I actually, interviewed Sean Fitzpatrick the other week. On this very sofa, we're on Zoom now, so you can see the sofa. And this sofa has also been used as a bed for colleagues on nights out in Cardiff. So he was there going, oh, I like your beard. I was like, well, it's a sofa. He's like, no, your (laughs) beard, your facial hair. I was like, oh, Christ, I've just embarrassed myself in front of Sean Fitzpatrick. (laughs) And I didn't even cut it out of the podcast because I couldn't be bothered in editing. So um, to the the three listeners, enjoy it. (laughs)
2: It's having had the same thing of interviewing Juan Agamonara. Yes, he said Argentina. for some reason, yeah, at the beginning, asking of how lockdown's going in Argentina, which I don't know, I don't know why I said Argentina. It's not like I don't know he's from, he's who he is. He is Mr. Uruguay. Yeah, but he is Uruguay. He could could have answered.
0: You know, he could have said, well, (laughs) it's it's a good question. How is lockdown going in Argentina? You know, you you could ask me, how's lockdown going in England? i would give you an answer. I'm I'm not from England, but, you know. That's Uruguay rugby for you. Just don't care about Argentina today.
2: Absolutely. He just said he didn't like the question and left it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually,
1: actually, that's that's (laughs) a better answer, that. Yeah, that's fair enough.
0: I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket for later.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: He's given a full judgment. The worst thing as well is, A, because it's the first thing I say when I start speaking to him, I can't cut that out. (laughs) And also because... The, it was initially in the, the the feed, the thing I did for War Rugby, and then they gave me like I did an extended version on the YouTube channel. Yeah, having been you know a minute or so in that edit, and I don't edit the feed, um, so someone else was able to leave that leave that in. <laughs> so like there's a there was Hesky a really World stupid Rugby. question. I know, I know. Like I asked Shane a really stupid question as well when I interviewed him, and they cut that out, but they kept in the bit of his answer where he was nice to me, so that was good. I think I've lost
0: track of the stupid questions I've asked Shane to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, doesn't answer, doesn't answer for phone calls anymore. So if you listen, if you're listening, <laughs> Shane, pick up.
2: On the contrary, when we interviewed Blaine Scully for this podcast, I made a stupid joke that didn't get recognised to him, and I did cut that out. So I'm winning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you did. I did. I forgot about that. Yeah, you yeah, did. yeah. That's how cynical I am. That's basically the only time that I've done something stupid and I've bothered cutting it out. But yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I sort of edge towards laugh track. If, if if there's a stupid joke that doesn't get a reaction, just laugh track in a podcast. It's not been done yet. I think it should be.
1: Yeah.
0: Edit in. <laughs> See, I've saved your editing there. It's in.
2: That's it. If yeah. we all just stop and laugh now, then we'll, when you're editing this, you yeah, can just, just drop in a clip it. of us all sure, laughing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I can just we... use that clip there of the Ben James laugh. Yes. Just... It's, it's, it's oh, quite animations. iconic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like my one kind of acting skill I have is I'm really good at looking like I'm laughing genuinely when I'm not. It's the Let's one go. thing I can get away with. It's being, <laughs> I, actually, I actually, when our first episode of this podcast went out, mm. one of my friends listened to it, who you've met maybe a couple of times, uh, right. he's like a very good friend of mine, and he said like, oh, I really enjoyed it, but I could just always tell when Robbie was pretending to laugh. What's, what's I very the, deliberately didn't laugh. What's there?
0: the tell? What's to the, what's, a a the what's the giveaway?
2: I don't know. Any ideas, Robbie? I I couldn't tell you, because I genuinely don't know when I find something funny or not myself.
0: Is it like a pantomime sort of leg slap?
2: (laughs) Oh, It's like that. It's a bit like that, yeah. Uh,
0: My voice goes up so loud. That was Jimmy Carr sort of levels of... (laughs) Yeah.
2: If I go any higher, only dogs can hear it. You do realise, when you didn't laugh a minute ago, I'm just going to put the Ben James laugh track in there (laughs) to cover that up. People
0: are going to think I'm insane just laughing every, like, two seconds. (laughs) Well more more insane than usual. Yeah. Sure.
2: You know, shall we mention the game that we're talking about in the rugby? Might as well. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You've listened to the podcast. You know what it's like. I've derailed it now. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So the 99- 1999 World Cup was good, wasn't
2: it? Uh, uh, yeah. But, um, right. I was too. Uh, yeah, I was four. There you go. I was three. It's not competition. <laughs> yeah, what What memories? Between us, We should we get someone on that was five and we slowly work our way up to someone that can remember it?
1: Sure. One sure. Year by
2: year. Yeah. yeah. That's if there is somebody of each age, you know, in the world. Um, it's quite that, bleak, wasn't it? Is, yeah. That was bleak. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, so welcome to Children of Men. Well,
0: lockdown's been tough, but not that tough. I mean... <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to take a moment and overrule here. The game we're supposed to be doing, in in theory, the whole point is the podcast is just a conduit for larks to temporarily become a character in a period drama. I don't know why I was suddenly played by Colin Firth for a moment there. So Wales 17, Samoa 10. uh, In the 2011 Rugby World Cup, rugby was indeed played. Uh, Now, my main memory of this was less the game and more now how nervous I was before it started as a Wales fan. Yeah, and during the match as well. I mean, yeah. the, the nerves... The thing is, right, because this game was broadcast at about 4am. It was 6am, time. Yeah, 6am, okay. Yeah. Either way, we got up very early to watch it, and I can just remember, like, just from seeing the teams walk out, just how nervous I was and just how tired I was all rolled into one.
0: I remembered nothing. <laughs> it, which um, is the perfect answer for this podcast. Yeah, I, I just... I, I can't remember any sort of feeling, which is how I go about most days, to be honest. I, don't, I don't have any feelings, so... But yeah, it was it was nerve wracking, wasn't it? And just watching the teams come out, it's amazing how some players have aged and others haven't. Like Dan Lydia looks so young and yet Jamie Roberts just has the same jawline as today. Yeah. I hate him for it.
2: (laughs) When Lee Halfpenny comes on at half time and he looks like a baby. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because he's clean shaven, but oh he doesn't look no, he does look like the same man, you know. But he he looks properly infantile yeah foxy too foxy looks like a child who's just mm. come through you know and that's a man who's been living in a pub since he was a kid you know <laughs> so you'd think he'd age pretty well but
0: yeah P- paul james is the other one i forgot he even played i you know you just i just assume that gethin jenkins has played every wales game since you know 1993 Then <laughs> you see paul james running out ahead of alan win jones from the tunnel you assume it's mm. his 50th cap, because why else would he be going ahead of Alamon Jones? But Alamon Jones is like halfway down the team at this point. Mm, yeah. And the other thing that gets me with Paul James is his, um, his mouth guard. Anyone who, willingly, yes. anyone who willingly wears a mouth guard that makes you look like David Letterman is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. You, it's like, oh yeah, I got, I, I'll, make, I'll wear a mouth guard that looks like I have two teeth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. noticed that in the anthems and thought, oh, handsome boy. But... Is it a bit? Is he doing it as a joke? Surely what's, what's it all about? I'm a big
0: Letterman fan. Massive Letterman fan, Paul James. It's a, it's a well-known fact in <laughs> Welsh rugby. <are> yeah.
2: <laughs> Liam Williams has his like red and white mouth guard, where it looks like you know he's got alternate teeth missing. Mm. And it looks like he's got really patterned, oh, uh, bad bleeding. <laughs> and the irony yeah. is he lost yeah. his teeth,
0: and not he, played for too long. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I also found with just seeing Paul James, I really missed how good that Welsh scrum was with Paul James and Adam Jones. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Because I'm just so used to the Walsh scrum just about holding their own, then eventually starting to get away penalties in the second half.
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas here, when they were completely dominant of those two, as they had been with the Ospreys, when they basically had the best scrum in Europe for a couple of years and kind of kept them in the competition when the rest of the team wasn't so great. I, I've missed Adam Jones so much. I've missed also Paul James being a really good scrummaging losehead. Like, Yeah, he wasn't, the, he wasn't Geffen Jenkins. You know, he wasn't the most complete player. But he was a great scrummager. Yeah.
0: Because in this this game, yeah. they get absolutely mullered at like, the first scrum, don't they? Like Samoa driving mm-hmm. them off their own ball against the head on their five meter line. But then after that, Wales just have everything in the scrum. There's one where I think they drive Samoa good like five, ten yards back, and then Fallatow knocks it on. So you just see Adam Jones <sighs> just turning around in the middle of like a dismantled scrum, just looking so frustrated. And like, yeah. Bomb only has three emotions, which he showed in this game. It's like confusion during the hacker. Just, just looked bored out of his mind. <laughs> and then it's either aggressive or just, just sort of uninterested. Hungry. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got a
2: range. Yeah, is is hungry an emotion? Um, if hungry <laughs> is an emotion, I think hungry is an
0: yeah. emotion. Hungry is an emotion. Adam doesn't strike me as the kind of yeah,
2: person that doesn't, doesn't, gets doesn't do angry. But I, yeah. um, okay, no, I think he doesn't get angry. <laughs> yes hungry because he doesn't wait that long before eating I couldn't comment <laughs>
0: <laughs> couldn't possibly comment
2: so to we began touching on the Welsh team they kept the same starting 15 that played against Samoa um so South Africa t- yes it is the same 15 it that was... started against Samoa though you sure. can't you can't sure. take that away from me put the laugh track this in So mostly it's the team that would play for Wales for years to come with, you know, Robertson Davis, George North on the wing, Shane as, you know, mainstay, Phillips at Scrum Arth, then Rhys Priestland in the year of the priest when everyone kind of, you know, people don't quite, either people don't appreciate how good he was or they only talk about how good he was in this World Cup. But Rhys Priestland was, he had such a great World Cup and was so key to everything Wales did well in this game and all the others in the World Cup.
0: I don't think a fly has got the best out of Jamie Roberts like Rhys Priestland did in mm. yeah, 2011,
1: absolutely. 2012. He was, he was yeah. just phenomenal. Just yeah, yeah.
0: Took the ball to the line so well.
2: Yeah, and you think of Jamie Roberts and you just think of his sort of tight carries that you just sort of off nine, yeah. but really Priestland got so much more than that out of him. Like, even with Priestland's kicking game and stuff, getting Roberts to chase them, there was like such, and I guess Foxy as well at the start of his mm. international career. As a first choice centre, I suppose. But he got so much out of the two of them in areas that you wouldn't expect off those two players. Because so I think the time, during I think.
0: the Six Nations, Foxy and, and Roberts were playing the other way around. So Foxy was mm. playing 12, wasn't yeah. he? And Roberts was playing 13. And you can see that in this game because the amount of times Jamie Roberts is in the 13 channel, even the 15 channel, he's so wide. Yeah. Um, mm. I think he scored a try against Italy off that in the Six Nations the following year. Yeah. He gave a dummy.
2: Yeah. A yeah. Dummy. Madness! <laughs> it's a good forty-five yards or yeah, as well, wasn't it? But that, yeah. I mean,
0: he nearly scored in, early in this game, didn't he? But then Luke Charteris, yeah. gave the most forward of four yeah. passes.
2: Yeah, should we should we just talk about that then? So Shane Williams makes two breaks in a row because I mean, first off, to get Wales into that position, Shane Williams makes a goal line turnover. Should we just talk about that for a second? Yeah. He makes a turnover, runs five yards and boots the ball away. And it's a really good clearance. Yep. Wales get the ball back and then Shane makes two breaks in a row. So I'll just to touch on the, the turnover. It begins with, it looks like Samora in for all money. I think it's George Stowers, the um, number eight, yeah. is about to go over. Toby Fallatow makes an incredible try saving tackle as the ball's going down. He kind of slides under, you know, kind of reminiscent of the one he'd do in what six years time after this for the Lions where he properly gets under someone playing against one of the Invitational New Zealand teams oh it's the New Zealand Barbas yeah I was going to say that who was the ref that game was it
0: Uh, Angus Gardner that was it he did a great slide yes (laughs) yes he did all I remember
2: (laughs) that kind of disco move yeah disco. it about him
0: you know come on
2: Yeah, referees yeah I love Angus Gardner. I've got a lot of yeah, time. a Big fan of him. I also like because if someone pointed out to him, he'd go, "Oh yeah, it was a bit disco," and move on. You know, he's the only referee that ever admits he's wrong. Yeah, and I love it. He was too disco. Um, I apologize. Yeah, or admits the TMOs wrong as well. Yeah, and just says to him, "No, fuck off. You're wrong. My yeah. decision was fine." <laughs> he's the only referee I've ever seen who doesn't have an ego. Yeah, yeah, it's he's so it's calm. About everything quite remarkable. He does. He's great. Yeah. To say he's Australian as well, it's a real turn up. Um, welcome to the Angus Garden Appreciation Podcast, uh, sponsored by David Letterman. And yeah, so anyway, Falstown makes this brilliant turnover. Alan Wynn jones then comes and fires himself into the ruck, which kind of almost dislodges the ball slightly and allows, you know, Shane to pick it up, run, clear the ball. Yeah. The ball then bounces. Paul Williams, the Samoan fullback.
0: Not not the is... Welsh rugby journalist.
2: No, or the referee. No, the, the Welsh rugby journalist is now on at fullback for Samoa. <laughs> yeah. At one point, Grant Nisbet says, it's the Samoan with the, well, only in a Kiwi accent. Um, it's the Samoan with a Welsh name. I, I enjoyed Clearly that. Bit. anticipating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He also, Grant Nisbet, twice called Hugh Bennett Hugh Davies. Yes. I, I've got that written down on my notes. Um, and
0: there's there's yeah. not another Davies in the pack. Davies. We, oh, I'm <laughs> no. to the Stuart Barnes lions. Yeah. The
2: Grant Nisbet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Davies. It's like...
0: It's 20, 20 miles away from where you live, Stuart. Come on, get it right. It's Davis. <laughs> Sorry, I'm carrying uh, a lot of issues. Uh, I've got a lot of baggage. to <laughs> get it out on this podcast.
2: That's okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Or?
0: No, no. But the other thing with that Shane yeah. Williams thing, I don't know why, it's it's when he kicks it, I, I expect mm. him to get flipped. And I think it's because it's such a similar yes. kick to the one we did in the third, fourth playoff yes. where like two Australians just like pulverize him. So yeah. Watching that, I'm thinking, he's going to die here.
2: Then he doesn't, because <laughs> later, later on, yeah, then, tra- really Charterist
0: gets high tackled by George Stowers,
2: yes Which is how? Which is impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like tackling a crane high. So do you a I don't mean the bird. I mean the yeah, like exactly Jordan Crane. It's like how Jordan Crane. Yeah, it's like tackling <laughs> yes. Jordan that's, Crane. That's, that's one high. for the rugby yeah.
0: uh, experts in the in, in listening?
2: <laughs> So the the point just pick up on Grant Nisberg getting named wrong as well. Because I did this as a segment last week. This time, it's just I just noted the two: just Hugh Davis and Talafau. He calls yes. Falatau. I, I love that one. He calls both Talafau and Falatau. Talafau, yes, <laughs> like they're the same player. <laughs> so he gets stuck between the two of them.
0: And the other one is um, obviously Alan Jones gets Falconed from a lineout. Oh, yeah, yes. and then he, he Win Jones, and, is and he, he, they all think it's Lydia. And the irony is, Lydia, yeah. Lydia does his ankle as a lifter in that line-out, and they're like, oh, that's a bit of bad luck, in it." He's uh, He's got hit in the face, now he's going to have an ankle injury. It's like, who oh, he yeah, hasn't. That's Alan Wynn
2: jones <laughs> And it's remarkable that he's not one of the players, because normally Grant Nisbet knows two players from a non-Kiwi team. I'm amazed one of them wasn't Alan Wynn jones I'm amazed that yeah. wasn't it wasn't him and Shane Williams were the only players he knew. Yeah, but Grant. in this case, it probably was just Shane, wasn't it? And yeah. maybe Adam Jones, I don't know. Adam distinctive, be he's just got a, yeah he's distinctive and has an easy name to remember. Yeah, so he's got a Welsh name.
0: Yeah, in the Welsh team. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, sure. we say? That's a Welsh name in the Welsh team.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, the point I was going to pick up on on the clearance by Shane is that so Shane clears the ball and the guy that then makes the tackle on Paul Williams, the fullback on the twenty-two meter line, is Alanwyn Jones, who just cleared out the rock on his own try line. Which is remarkable. Silly. Like People who don't rate Alan Wynne-Jones are because they're seeing that and they're just going, oh, he's just making a tackle. He's just making a normal tackle.
1: Yeah. But
2: actually, he's sprinted 80 metres, having made it a decisive clear out moments early to turn the ball over on his own line. And kept up with 80 the winger. 80 metres. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kept up with the winger and managed to tackle the fullback successfully as a second row 80 metres downfield. He's yeah. incredible. He just does this every single game. and has been doing it every game since about 1991. Like, yeah, it's yeah. too much. Two years it's before too Geffen much, Jenkins. Isn't it?
0: It's too much. Give someone else a chance. You know, let yeah. someone else make a tackle, Alan. <laughs> like, Come on.
2: Yeah. Like, silly. Uh, you know. Also, this is slightly before really teams start doing implement kind of like a one 3 structure yeah. or anything like that. And the amount of times Alan Wynn would sprint across the field to hit a ruck that Wales mm. would have otherwise lost, you know, Alan Wynne eventually ended up getting Man of the Match in this yeah. game. The official and, Man of the Match. And, yeah. when, and because it's the same team that hired Grant Nisbet, when they say Alan Jones are Man of the Match today, they cut to Bradley Davis.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Which bless. he
2: doesn't even look at. It's just. I don't know. Do all second rows look the same? They just go, who's a tall bloke on the pitch? Can we see someone wearing red? He's tall. Yeah, I think
0: you get to a point where they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Mike Phillips next picked off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, um, yeah Charteris gets hit, doesn't he, by George Stowers. Yeah. It is It is properly high. And then, minutes later, he's out in the Y channels for some reason, giving the yeah. most forward of forward passes. To check. Like, Jamie Roberts has to not just reach, but pretty much jump to get that.
2: Oh, it's it's like the length of his torso forward. Yeah,
0: that's why they call it a forward pass, because it's done by forwards. Yeah. It's a, bit of a bit of a joke there oh, for you. Um, you get that laugh track, please. That's very
2: good. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good one i might put two laugh tracks on that one i
0: would can we yes. get the seinfeld bass as well <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> you just walk out the room now what's yeah. the deal oh. with forward passes that was a classic oh. that, was, that was
0: but um yeah the the, the day luke Chiris retired is like the the probably the, the, the day rugby died for most commentators like jiffy because <laughs> it's just like Anytime he picks the ball up within the opposition half, it's like, oh, he, he could just dive over, me. And it, it, <laughs> you know, it's, it's that joy that they, you know, it's like they've thought of this joke when they haven't, and that
2: you know, yeah. that keeps rugby going. <laughs> it's okay that Devon Tone is still playing, so he can still use it, just about.
0: But he's not getting picked for Ireland, is he? Because of um, mm. uh, you know, foreign imports, which is you know, another thing. <laughs> Neil Francis,
1: was it, was? was it Neil Francis
0: who said that? Who was Pioneer it? it? No, uh, Devin Toner wasn't picked for Ireland. It, obviously, someone else was. Foreign import. Uh, Jean-Claude. Oh,
2: right. I I'm thought. Yeah. I, sorry, I heard iron because of ironing boards.
0: Yeah, because of ironing it was, boards. I, it was because of ironing I, it boards. Was, that, um... It was
2: because he was doing the team kit as well. Yeah, exactly. It was too far for him to reach down to iron <laughs> properly. So they had to uh, buy taller it? ironing boards, and that was such a cost the IRFU. It's yeah, Rallis' fault for retiring. It. I, thought it was, yeah. I
0: thought it was Neil Francis who had a go, but I don't think it was. It yeah. was uh um, no, 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 It was Peasho, very... was wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Gus peacher did, yeah. Oh, I, can't believe kinda... I,
0: just, I can't believe I just lay that at Neil Francis's door. It, was <laughs> it
2: does feel like this kind of thing Neil Francis... Neil Francis probably said it as well. Just he was whispering it while Gus peacher was... Was saying it quite calmly and politely in a Gus peacher way whilst wearing trainers. But it felt like he was yeah. shouting. Why does Gus peacher hate ironing boards? He just... He can't stand them. just does. He, well, because he doesn't like ironing his shirts. You've seen him turn up in crease shirts enough. That's fair. That's young fair people aren't going to get
0: into rugby if they're ironing. Yeah. <laughs> You played Fortnite.
2: Now, we keep kind of throwing to this and walking around this, but this is a kind of tradition in our household is it kind of began as like a superstition that whales wouldn't play well. I was well actually going to bring if, this up today. So yeah. yeah. Carry on. Whales wouldn't play well if our, our mutual mother, Mr. Willowen, is actually watching the game. So she used to have initially she just kind of perched in the doorway and watch it as though she's just leaving the room and she just happened to have stopped by and Wales would play better for whatever reason. It was a superstitious thing. And then it became, actually, she would do the ironing at the same time, and it would happen to be, you know, just just she happened to pick to do the ironing at 3pm on a Saturday during the Six Nations. And also, it, it would always be a thing that, like, if we're playing against England, she wouldn't iron white shirts. Yes. Or playing against France, Scotland, yeah. Italy. It, no blue, you know? Yeah. They've got to wait for next week. So, historically, I've always had to make a note of what shirts i'm wearing in the lead up to that week yeah. so i can't wear blue shirts at all during the six nations really just in case and because you take all my washing and take it back you know when even living do away you, do you think our family's a bit weird no i don't i think this okay. is entirely i think there's a great correlation between okay. this and where was the success yeah. yeah
0: okay i'd agree okay. with that yeah and obviously yeah. i was in on all this which is why i knew to segue to ironing boards
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah of course well, no, it's I'm been, a master podcaster,
0: up. and this was all planned.
2: Bring up Robbie because um, I actually watched the game back with her. Mm-hmm. So was
0: she allowed in the room, or was it was it sort of like yeah, ironing eye, no, in, in the corridor? It's like they could still yeah. lose this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to tell her about half half an hour ago that Wales do in fact win the game. Like she asked, you know, do you do you remember who wins? And I was like, yeah. Who is it? It's Wales, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it was pretty contentious for a lot of it. Uh, I have a, a very good one liner, well, not a one liner, but something she said during the game written down okay. to read out. But she was saying about when Andy Powell came on. I mean, there were a few things that were said about Andy Powell. But <laughs> firstly, uh, Samoa obviously get into the game, and then she pulls out the classic Sean Edgers is going to kill him at half time. Mm, uh, and Sean Edgers is going to say to them, What did we tell you? And Andy Powell says, no beer before kickoff. What else did we tell you, Andy? So that is a line from our mum.
0: I can see why she's the one who writes the Jason Statham fan fiction. (laughs) That's that's, that's smooth.
2: She actually writes all the jokes in any of the Squid Rugby stuff. Any jokes you found funny were written by her. Any jokes you didn't find funny were written by Jason Statham himself. Uh, I have nothing to do with them. So, shall we touch on the Samoa team? Because it's a sure. really good Samoan side. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's as strong a Samoa team as I've seen in my lifetime. As we said, this is the first time Wales ever beat a Samoan team at a World Cup. That, yeah. you know, in past, they had always struggled. It was the bogey game, you know. Yeah. And also, I think because in the lead of this World Cup, there were constant replays of Wales losing to Fiji in 2007. Yeah. So... It was kind of drilled into my head of like, oh, this is going to be, this isn't, this isn't going to, this isn't, this this is not going to go well. Especially having watched them beat Australia a couple of months earlier. So yeah, it's a really strong Samoan side. Yeah. 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 I think having Tuolangi playing against a 19-year-old is probably <laughs> a good idea for them. And George North did particularly well. Mapasua as well, who oh. we touched on him loads yeah, on the, the previous episode about uh, Samoa, but we basically talked about nobody else. Mm. Uh, other than DJ Khaled, but other than Mar Nonu, I would have held Mapasura as the best inside centre in the world at this point. Yeah. And probably over the five minutes, no, five minutes? Five years, I was going to say, either side of this World The five minutes either side of this World Cup. Yeah. The opening ceremonies, was... yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Mapasua was probably the moment the best New Zealand had the trophy. The moment Richie McCord lifted it, Mapusil just went, "No, I'm shit now. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't involve anymore. Um, Done it." And I think Ali, is the other one who. This was just before he time yeah. for the Ospreys. Yeah. He had such a good game. And, mm. and, and other than there's one moment where he does his best Ben Young's impression, passes the ball to touch from
0: he, miles away, and that is halfway across the pitch that he passes. Yeah. yeah. So
2: even even that's like,
0: if you're going to be bad, be really bad. So he, he takes it to a new level there.
1: It is, yeah. no, it's
2: a spectacular because he manages to miss about six players plus two Welsh players going for an intercept. And yeah. it's perfectly threaded. Like, it's so difficult to throw a pass that so precisely misses every single player on the pitch. It's yeah. honestly yeah. really impressive to see him do that and manage to get it in his. I touch. genuinely
0: I think, I think it's Grant but One of them goes, That was a good pass. <laughs> <laughs> I was there like, yeah, It was, yeah. yeah, you're right. Looking back at it, it was.
1: He went past everyone.
2: <laughs> Maybe because it's a Kiwi accent. He was he just had a big wee and he just said that was a good piss, but you couldn't tell. Because... Are we allowed to
0: swear on this podcast?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah swear yeah, away, yeah. please Who do. Oh, you're, right. not allowed, you're not allowed to not swear.
0: Oh, dear, oh god, I'm getting sacked. Um, <laughs> yeah, but everyone, everyone yeah, well, that, that, that's the most because they beat Australia in the the in the build up, yeah. So, obviously, Australia would come to the tournament as like red hot, yeah. Favorite thing, but yeah. one of the. You know, One the, the nations and, and, and yeah. the Queensland Reds had won the Super Rugby with you know Quade Cooper and Genia ripping it up. So to beat them was something. Yeah. And yeah. then the ses- um, Levea happened.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Sam, should we... The kickoff I... is, is
0: the most brilliant thing to me because obviously you've got the you've got the Samoan hacker and it's like okay, everyone's pumped up. Wales yeah. go into the corner to do their their warm ups. Samoa just stand there, and then you just got Alan Roland going oh there's a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah, we've got got a minute and a half till kickoff.
2: There's a bit in that kind of, as you say, minute when because and like I've, I think I said this in the previous Samoa game we did, but Mo Schwalger I think is the all-time grist I've seen at leading one of those Pacific War dancers. Yeah, uh, he's so good and he's so intense. And having watched a couple of when I was trying to track down footage of this game, and I want to say incidentally, thank you very much to Peter Francis who sent us a copy in the end. Thank you, Peter Francis. But, but... no relation of Neil. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure Peter <laughs> Francis actually condones ironing boards. Yeah. <laughs> He loves them. Loves them. Yeah. He's a massive fan of riding boards. Yeah. But yeah. So the we're kind of getting to the kickoff and so on, and there's then this really awkward moment where the Fox Sports coverage is trying to fill because it was the the Australian version we watched. Yeah. And I I loved it. I loved them really awkwardly filling, and there's like ten seconds of awkward silence, just dead air before one of them says, "We're now waiting." For the broadcasters of the world to come back from ad breaks, and when there was, oh right, and I think they didn't realise they were quite on air. Yeah. So they're all kind of filling, and one of them then begins to tell the you know the the famous joke, the joke that everyone says when Wales play Samoa, that when we lost to Western Samoa,
1: that
2: uh, d- <laughs> just imagine we're playing the whole of Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> And all Thank of you the Matt's pundits, voice. yeah. <laughs> but so he bungles the joke, like he he tells it badly. He stumbles over his words as he's saying it, and then all of the pundits laugh at it. <laughs> and it's it's so it's it's like hearing someone badly. De- it's like if you were a chicken that got run over, and someone went. So uh, the chick, there's a chick, there's a chicken, right? And it was um it was going to go from one side that it was going to cross the the road, right? Um, it wanted to get to the other side if someone did that right your chicken has been run over two weeks ago and i'm so used to it i'm so used to it being painful and not funny and having heard it so many so many times that to hear an audience well, the chicken crossing the road never yeah. stops being funny i don't yeah. think i think that's, I'm... that's one of the classics that's oh, it's no, like no, it's the, it's the it. forward pass joke you know that, was that is up there in sort of the, the top like top three jokes ever
0: can we play okay. that vt back in please <laughs> is it that sort of show? I don't know. We got a clip, we, but no. We, I'm glad you. I'm glad you chose to like mangle the the chicken joke. I thought it's going to be like Eddie Murphy's raw. You're going to do, you're going to sort of start real enough. It's going to be like this is going to be insensitive.
2: I really <laughs> hope that in future, that eventually, that becomes the go to joke kids tell each other. Is is Eddie Your Murphy reference? <laughs> just, Your mom's yeah,
0: mum's so fat. It's like oh no, here we go. Um, here, here <laughs> <it comes. laughs> but yeah, I I thought. Before they said, oh, it's to, to, to get back from the adverts, I just assumed mm. they, they you know, they committed to playing a Black I P Peas song. Yes. And we're we're going to damn well finish the Black I P song before kickoff.
2: Mm. They, they do that every game in this World Cup, which is, yeah, alarming. Yeah, a, a, a,
0: a I... song that was two years old at this point. So, you know, it's not even not even like, oh, it's the sound of the summer.
1: Yeah, it's...
2: but it's, it's New Zealand. So, you know, having watched Super Opio Taroa, the most recent song they've played is Rock DJ. So I'm not Love expecting, it. you know, much, much more recent. I can't wait for New Zealand to get girls allowed sometime next season. Yeah, yeah. I re- But the thing is, though, there's probably, like, uh, an equivalent podcast happening in New Zealand where they're talking about the 2015 World Cup, and they're saying, when are they going to discover songs that aren't Mr. Brightside? <laughs> yeah. You know, so. no, not,
0: not playing a lot of Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was my best Kiwi action, actually. Um <laughs> that was more, more Christchurch in England than uh, than New Zealand we'll put the laugh so, track in there please <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, we were beginning to touch on it but to vaguely steer this in some sort of direction, not very well I'm not going to pretend I'm doing a good job but yeah, so I had this noted down I felt like this was one of those games where 29 out of 30 starting players, or it was 22 man squads at this point wasn't it, so 44 yeah. out of no, 43 out of 44 players had a good game. And the other one was Levea.
1: Yeah. Who was also he on the pitch. was
2: wasn't he? Because <laughs> this is like, it's it's a great occasion, this. Because I think it's the only time since Rugby Turned Professional that 2CPC hasn't been in a Samoan 23. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't get it. Because the thing is, I can remember when I was looking at the lineups before doing mm. this game, I can remember I was just going through and then I just wrote, okay... Fotolee, PC, and then I look back, <laughs> looked back up and was like, hang on a second. They actually picked Cesar leve for a game that wasn't against like one of the Dominos. I remember him always being shit, but mm. my god, do you live up to that? So Tuzy PC was injured. I remember this being right. the big talking point okay. in a week and I'd forgotten. he oh, pulled until out I before the game. the game, didn't he? Yeah, the night before. I remember watching Scrum Five and Ricochet discussing you know, he obviously he, he didn't know who either of the Samoan tens were. Saying yeah. so, this this PC gives them more structure. Was his phrase? He kept coming back and to sh- because he'd read that. Funny enough, yeah. Grant Fox called him pissy. <laughs> he he did throw fits. I suppose oh, he did. He did have moments in supermarkets where he just start having a tantrum. Um, oh, those things, those things. What a <laughs> <for Grant> Fox. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as you say, right from the kickoff, as you say, like there's everyone gets pumped up, and then yeah, of course the sailors there. Love it. Yeah.
0: It's like so anticlimactic. Isn't it? If, you, if you're going to do it, do it on the first kickoff because everyone's there like, right, adrenaline's pumping. Ah, oh, it's, it's in touch. <laughs> yeah. We'll is come, come he, back for a scrum. The only person who likes yeah. it is Mike Phillips because he, he, he gets to do that that lovely scrum half thing of I'm going to run to halfway
2: and pretend to take a quick line out but I'm never going to do it because no one will <laughs> ever yeah. do it. Someday. Someday TJ Perinara is going to do it and he is oh, the only I player will. I can see. Yeah. yeah. I think Ben Jones would do it from one touch line to the other. <laughs> good. Yeah. That's that's his Sistine Chapel. As long as he did it on
0: the next. right wing, you know that Johnny May is going to be on the left wing, just running around anyway. So it's like <laughs> yeah. it could come off; it genuinely could because he, he'll chase anything.
2: Johnny May running sideways again because he's just gone back to his old habits, like oh, a dog. Yeah. I've what missed that. Man he is. I've missed Johnny May running sideways and being a chicken in a cage. <laughs>
1: Who crossed Ding. the road? Being yes, oh. Johnny
2: May being possessed by a chicken and God. crossing Ooh. the pitch. It all comes sideways. full circle. Oh, and it, like an egg, like a chicken's egg, which is not a circle. It's a classic. So, Levea, he's shit, isn't he? he oh, really is. Oh, bloody hell. What, what a game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 he's not great. And then he he's, yeah. he's, he's turned into a doormat, isn't he, about 10 yeah. minutes later by George North,
2: which yeah. you suggest. Jamie Roberts got the upper hand over him a few times as well. Uh, and to be fair, Jamie Robinson shy away from any collisions, and neither did Andy Powell. And the I thing love is,
0: uh, Andy Powell coming on is that I just loved it because he came yeah. on, and it's like it's like watching a club player play in international rugby, and I mean that yes. in a nice way because there's yeah. um, he just doesn't care, he just doesn't you know there's there's no. one there's a kickoff where Charteris just clearly calls for it, so there's someone lifts Charteris, Andy Powell just jumps in front of him, just jumps over the top <laughs> of Charteris, knocks it on in the air, and it's just there like well, I was going to catch it. As I wanted to catch it. Really, he just just carries every 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 time he carries as well. He tries to turn it into a mall, so he just turns. He's there, like, come on, <laughs> boys, everyone in. It's like that classic like club play where he's like, right, I'll carry it, I'll turn thirteen men in, right, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll just we'll just roll them, we'll just roll
2: them down the pitch. There's one particular carry when Andy Powell's just come on. Where my original thought is, well, Andy Powell's either brave or he's stupid. Hang on, I know which of those two he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and also when he presents the ball in rocks, it's. It's the most overenthusiastic thing. It's like he's like scoring a try each time. He just hammers the ball down at the back of the ruck, as though like Warren Gatlin's there going, "That's got gold star for effort." That's great. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Although, to be fair, there is a good chance they have a board in the dressing room with like they obviously had the the Sam's dry wall in there, you know how many days you've gone without drinking. So I reckon they had you know like a, a primary school sort of board. You know, like a gold star for every time you've presented the ball at the the ruck with with, with a lot of enthusiasm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Andy handy power play for Wales on the basis of gold stars. That's what it yes. was.
0: You never know. You never know. <laughs> this was. This was. Yeah. This was post um, golf buggy. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course.
2: He, he basically disappeared until the warm ups. He comes in, scores to try against yeah, Argentina. He did, didn't he? I seen, yeah. <laughs> And then manages to keep a lid on it in celebrating that game afterwards, and gets himself just about to the World Cup. Where I think he pretty much, you know, he doesn't come on against Samoa because... No, against South Africa. He just comes on against Samoa. He doesn't come on against South Africa because no one can trust him. Yeah. But he is... He's so much fun to watch even when he's not doing oh, anything. yeah. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. I yeah.
1: also realised... He's always
0: at the wrong side of Iraq. Yeah. yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Lie, he's just lying there. Like, Khan Fathwily must have been sick of the sight of him because he's just there every time. Just lying <laughs> there. Oh, it's just I've, fantastic.
2: Other thing I realised when I was just writing down notes is... It feels impossible to call him Powell. He's either Andy Powell yes. or he's Powley. Yeah. You can't call him Powell. It just doesn't it doesn't sound right, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't sit right at all. Like I, I don't I don't feel well when I say it. Yeah. yeah. I don't push Andy, I, I, you know. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or, Oi, what are you doing? That's the that's the other name you call him.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, put some clothes on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a card. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There is a huge hit he makes on, or the other way around, I suppose, Mapasua on Powell as well, where the two just run into each other, and it's almost like, bam, flat, which actually uh, reminds me of another shit thing that uh, LaVeya does, which is, (laughs) at one point, Jamie Roberts comes charging at him into the line, you know, off a line out, quick ball, and they just send Roberts right up the middle. And instead of kind of hanging back and waiting for support, Lefebvre just runs straight at Roberts completely upright. Just in a straight line into him. What was he expecting? And then at the last second, he tries to like put his arms out to try and wrap round him. And Roberts just knocks him flat on his back. <laughs> it's like, what were you trying to do? And you think, okay, that's stupid. And then a few minutes later, right, where was his next lineup? They do the same thing with George North. And he does the same thing. And he runs straight that's at a, North.
0: Uh, oh, the North just, one is just horrible. Yeah, because he he just sits him down and it goes down in installments. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. George, George North was he was a cheat code in that World Cup.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bear in mind as well, purpose. Jamie Roberts had already flattened Mappasua once on a carry, and like mm. people don't just do that. Like he yeah. yeah. properly sat him down, sent him flying, and like Mapasua is like he's one of the two centers that's bigger than Jamie Roberts at this World Cup. Yeah, and he managed to sit down. So imagine what he could do to Lavezzi if he was trying. I just, I just
0: think what fly half looks at their own like inside centre and you know sat down by a centre and goes, "I'll have a bit of that."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't most, worry about I'll most, I'll show
0: you how it's done. Most fly are going right, boys. Um, I'll defend on the blind side winger. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to know what club levey was at at the time? Go on. Go on. Claremont. Of course he was! As in, <laughs> as in the French Claremont? Yeah! No, well, he made then. his own Claremont. He went to start his own team. He signed for Claremont on Rugby 08. And just started playing as the hat. Listed them as his club. Applied to the Samoan Union saying, I play for Claremont. I made a custom player on Rugby Challenge.
0: I was trying to think what his name would have been on um, Rugby 08. Because obviously, all the Pacific Island boys were, were unlicensed. They had yeah. some great names. i trying to think. Like, there was Nicky Large.
2: <laughs> <Mickey> <laughs> large. I always enjoyed that.
0: Well, well done, EA Sports. You've done it again.
2: You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I went back and played quite a lot of Rugby 08 a few weeks ago. when okay, I don't
0: don't, don't 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 well, do Some of us in. have oh, got the was... the ability to play Rugby 08
2: Oh, it's great. I've just kept the PS2 plugged in and I've gone back to it every now and again. It is glorious. Uh, my favourite ever player that we've had is, and Robbie would know this, but. Um, that we've had when playing the rugby games and stuff like custom player is that we've played many careers on rugby challenge mm. and it was on rugby challenge too. So it was probably like our seventh career, bear in mind, you know, you can do 13 seasons, then you have to restart as a different club. Yeah. And basically once we were playing as the Reds against the Western force, and we just saw <laughs> on the opposition, there was a player who there was, just, there was a glitch that had made this player about two foot tall. Genuinely Like he was yeah. Minuscule And like uh, Played open side flanker And just did everything so, The same as everybody oh, yeah, else really. But the graphic Was really really tiny <laughs> So and we eventually he was... Went on and signed This player As Andrew Lopez uh, as Andrew He Lopez. was So he was just Clinging on the scrum And he was Floating in midair Because yeah. his legs Weren't long enough To hit the ground and when we signed him, we then put him into like in a hooker, and he'd be reaching out with his arms out, <laughs> and he wouldn't funniest. touch either of the props. Like it wasn't just he couldn't he get his arms near. around them. He, he they were nowhere. Yeah, he was just floating in the middle of this scrum. <laughs> it was just as though they didn't have a hooker in, and he just had this like dragonfly in the middle. I've got a video on my phone of him kicking a goal where he stood all the way back and then he just propels towards the ball because he can't take enough steps towards it because that's just what the graphic is. So he just zooms towards the ball and it flies over. And he's the same size as the ball. Yeah. (laughs) But the ball shrinks and then grows so he can take the kick. It's, it's, it's stories.
0: It's stories like this that fills me with confidence that Rugby Challenge Four coming out later this month is going to be a massive success for the for the rugby oh. video gaming scene.
2: Yeah. Oh, if you can choose to make an Alejandro Lopez that's tiny, like we put <laughs> the other thing to keep on it. The um, putting him in a lineout and yes. they they don't just lift him; they literally throw him in the air because he's yeah. so short. And he'll then catch a ball bigger oh. than him. The ball will shrink temporarily, then it will drop it off the top, and it will grow again.
0: That is incredible.
2: It's... I'll try and find the pictures and videos. I think I have them on my phone still yeah. of him playing and they're remarkable. Him doing a number eight pickup is brilliant as well. Yes. Seeing the rest of the pack briefly shrink <laughs> as he picks the ball up. <laughs> and I don't, I haven't seen any of a record of this glitch ever. I think it only no. ever happened to us. Yeah. And it was yeah. one very particular player that happened to spawn on one career. And I think we saw his name again on another career and he wasn't playing yeah. anymore. Yeah. But Get it was it. so much fun when we had him. It yeah. was really funny. Yeah, we miss you, Alessandro Lopez. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> and yet yeah, he would have been a better ten for Samoa, even if he was playing That's at true. that size. He would have done a yeah. better tackle on Jamie Roberts if he just literally clung on, clung onto one ankle.
0: Can't argue with that. Cannot <laughs> argue with that at all.
2: Yeah. Shall we talk about the two tries in this game? Oh, we probably should. If, if, we, if yeah. we must. Yeah.
0: I mean, the, the, the in-stadium playlist is probably more interesting.
2: <laughs> is there anything else on the stadium playlist you'd like to touch on? Let
0: me get my, my Shazam up. Uh, I did okay. Shazam up. Um, yeah. It's just mainly country pop, which is yeah. right. incredible. The, I, and songs I've never heard of, which are just... Go on, only, list them for only, us. Only, only, the class, oh, be fair, only, only two of them worked. One of them was Anyway by Armand van Helden, mm-hmm. which was played when Adam Jones was taking a break and, and having some ice applied to his leg and the other one was smile by uncle cracker get that on your spotify kids which google classifies as country pop slash country rock
1: nice so okay.
0: um nice little section there for the podcast
2: yeah yeah thank you no, <laughs> thank no, no, yeah i think no moves like jagger this week is that was that a, we, that God, must that? have been that must have happened yeah it was everywhere was, in yeah you Jeez. couldn't escape, even in new zealand you couldn't escape it it's yeah. really that old yeah. yeah, 2011. God We're him. getting old. Yeah. The, 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 the lot
0: of us. Oh, death comes with us all, doesn't it? I
2: know. <laughs> and death comes via... Uh, except for Mick Jagger, ironically. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Keith Richards still and yeah. so it's hopeful. Yeah. Uh, the more uh, he smirks, the longer he survives.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
2: So, the first try scored on half time by Peronise to just set sheer Welsh panic. Yeah. I mean, Samoa have been battering away at the line for some time. Yeah, I suppose. 14
0: phases, 15 phases at that point, isn't it?
2: Yeah. They almost blow it a couple of times, but just about hold out or just about keep hold of the ball or regain it. And then eventually, so they sling it out and Mapasua kind of takes the ball in. And he does so well to just buy time. Because he just stays on his feet and he requires an extra couple of worst defenders to come in and allows the Samoan forwards time to reset and get around the corner, including Peronis. back when getting around the corner was a thing. Yeah. But including Peronise, hey, you know, so they all reset. And they wouldn't have been able to if Mappasour hadn't done such a great job of just staying on his feet and just buying time for the player, the other players on his team. My favourite thing about this try is that as Fontenay passes the ball wide, he does like a skip pass and skips out player. Yeah. because, you know it would require Levea being competent if he passed to him. And LaVeya, I'm not sure who knows this, Levea like, then motions his hands forward as if he's doing like a flick-on, nice. as if he's to try and register the, himself the assist, and he doesn't make contact with the ball at all. But foto is just not passing to him, because why would he? And yeah. Levea's trying to play it off like, oh, great hands from Levea. It's trying to, what he's trying to get the commentators to say. But he just isn't anywhere near the ball. And he's just trying to play it <laughs> off like he's done this fantastic flick pass.
0: You should do that thing like in football when someone does a really good assist, they celebrate on their own. Everyone's run over to the goal score yeah. and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a great assist there, boys. <laughs> love to see that. Yeah, the other thing is, is obviously George North coming out of the line Yeah, for that. He, he, he looks like he does a good job of shutting it down, but then. You don't expect Peronisi to just sort of come back in, sort of step back in and, and, and score from there. So, you know, yeah, it's one of those, it's, just, it's North sort of overcompensating a bit and just, it's a bit like Anscombe, um, for the, for the. was it Picamoles?
2: The Yeah, Picamole. In France, in, last, in, year. In France yeah. last
0: year. It's a bit similar to that, isn't it? Just the way he's done it.
2: Yeah. And it, it was very George Norr, I was going to say at the time, but that implies he's sorted it out much but he has this habit of misreading or making a good read, but not making the tackle. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, I think just he,
0: because I think he scrambles really well to together. He sort yeah. of... Yeah, it's a bouncing ball. So he, he comes out of the line and then it's a bouncing ball, you know, steps back in. But I thought he, he then makes a really good sort of cover, but then he just misses the tackle slightly. I think it's Sam Warbton coming across, isn't he? Who doesn't quite... Because mm. he, get, yeah. he gets a tap on the head from one of the yeah. Symons. Which, they then, which Fox Sport then show in super slow motion. <laughs>
2: Sam does make a brilliant try saving tackle on Paul Williams in the lead up though, in the yeah. kind of burst that leads to this. Yeah. It's brilliant. And he properly kinda of, from nowhere, from completely outside of Paul Williams' eye line, he couldn't have seen or felt him until he's being dragged to ground suddenly and very, you know, quickly and brutally by Sam. It's yeah. like almost WWE ish in the way yeah. he just kinda of like contorts Paul Williams' body round and There's- of second Pools the ground. try saving tackle probably match saving tackle to be honest mm. where tuolangi fends off Halfpenny, penny and like not many people just clean off beat Halfpenny. you know <laughs> yeah but, it, but if you're tuolangi that's not sure. remarkable is it sure. beating it's a man
0: Halfpenny. Half this world cup compared to the sort of i think he bogged up a lot afterwards but this he yeah. still yeah. does look like
2: tiny yeah, God, yeah. the yeah. amount of eggs he must have eaten between now and this six nations yeah. Talking of eggs, got a joke for you boys? No, um...
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's round, full circle, full circle, like an egg. But
0: no, uh, is that is that think... late on when Paul Williams runs it from his own? Yeah, twenty-two. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he he he's going to kick it, and he looks up, he sees Kevin Jenkins and Andy Pound, He thinks I'm going to go right these, and yeah, he <laughs> just breaks. Then he breaks down the left, doesn't he? But yeah, Warburton just comes across.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's and he beats ridiculous. Hoffman, and he beats Shane Williams,
2: and yeah, Warburton smashes him. And gets mm. straight back to his feet and win, wins the ball. Wins a penalty yeah. turnover. And it was that point where there was probably eight minutes to go or something. That was the moment where it felt like Wales had won the game. Yeah. It's that yeah. and then a few minutes after that, we have Geffen Jenkins yes. comes in and makes a turnover. Um, and Samoa still have a chance after that. They still have a, a go. But Geffen makes such an important turnover just as Samoa. Geffen wrestling was momentum. good, wasn't he? I know. Like, to say this was his first game in, what, a year or something? Mm. And it was straight in. International playing at Samoa was never fun As like, it's one of those games that you know all the Welsh boys would have been hurting after but Geffen was blooming good I don't, I don't think on. Gethin's
0: ever had fun just, just <laughs> no. quickly I don't, think he, I don't
2: think he looks like someone who's ever had fun that's, that's his charm I, and his appeal I'd be fascinated to listen to a Geffen Jenkins DJ set because that's his big yeah. passion outside of rugby is he just he loves DJing is yeah he? yeah. Geffen Jenkins loves DJing and I don't Same know why as, it
0: was... so, does, so does Steve Davis the snooker player yeah uh, <laughs> But then he's Get into, them like, together, collab. Steve Davis, this new plays into like proper like '80s me. techno indie grunge.
2: Okay, <laughs> here's Steve a Davis. absolutely. Here's a here's a plot twist. What if stadium playlist put together by the one and only DJ Melon? I think it sounds likely. Can yeah. laughter needed there?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I thought it was
0: an incomplete sentence. I thought there's more. Uh, that's why. I, that's, why I <laughs> yeah.
2: that's the kind of joke I like to make. You know, I like to, it to feel like I've just given up uh, yeah. when actually. Do you want to know the kind of the joke, joke I like to make? Uh, it's about chickens and the road. It is. No, it's oh, about your mummer. It's, it's about good your
0: mummer on the neck. It's Eddie Murphy raw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so guess. I've never seen raw. So I'm just
0: guessing. I don't know what he's. <laughs> <laughs> Most most of my culture references are things I've never seen or experienced.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's the internet, though, isn't it? Yeah. You just you grew up having seen a two minute clip of it, or having read that it's the most successful concert movie of all time that Eddie, Eddie Murphy role. Imagine uh, being me, I, I I present a film podcast and have <laughs> yeah. seen Wallace and Gromit the wrong trousers and pretty much nothing else. It's, like, so... my, it's like my
0: English A levels. This just like did you read Cold Comfort Farm? Yeah. Yeah, I oh. read it. Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Pretty sure Boo rally and Scout end up together at the end. <laughs> Which apparently is not I, the plot.
2: Do you know what? He didn't even kill the mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was only left in intensive care.
0: But Gregory Peck's a fantastic actor, I gotta say. Gregory Peck wasn't. Well <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I, Roman I'm Holiday. Sure if, I'll leave this in the, the the podcast, but I didn't read a single book for my entire literature degree that I yep. have.
0: Oh okay, okay, fair enough degree. I just, so, I just G C S E in A level with
2: me, yeah. No, no. I I did that in GCSE and A level and then thought I can carry this on for three years and challenge myself and I came up with a two one <laughs> in just bullshitting.
0: It's better than a Desmond.
2: No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, humble brain. My 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 equivalent when I was in A level was that on every single exam I did I lied. So I on the first exam I came to I couldn't think of so I did, at A-level, I picked chemistry, but I dropped it after like two weeks because <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: it's not medical. fun, is it? It's, no. I, that was a mistake, but it fitted with the other options. Did you lie uh, on so the I did...
0: chemistry exams?
2: I, I dropped chemistry before I got oh, to the I was going to say,
0: if you lied on chemistry, you well. Just like convinc- yeah. <laughs> convincing the exam board. Well, actually, I think you'll find this is the correct science.
2: <laughs> I, actually, I think you'll find there's no such thing as alkalines. <laughs> did
0: you, like, you ever so, write, I
2: don't uh, like I, that, that question? Yes, on your exams. Yeah. <laughs> I just every single one. I just ask. I was locked down in Argentina. And be like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is lockdown?
0: It's like you'll you'll see. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so on, I did government and politics, English language, and psychology, and well, I suppose on every lion exam, lions
0: quite fitting for the first one, isn't it?
2: I, exactly. Ooh, satire,
0: exactly. biting so satire. There.
2: This was my thing. Was I my first exam was a politics exam, and at one point I couldn't. I wanted to make a point, and I knew, you know, because you learn the structure of it, yeah. how you write an exam best and so on. And I knew the best thing to do was to use a quote or use some kind of evidence. And I just thought to myself, well, I haven't got anything, but there's no way they can have read every single book. Like it. So I wrote, as Cuthbert said in 1992, and then put in this quote that I made up, because I figured Cuthbert was <laughs> was after Alex Cuthbert, because he just got into the Welsh team. About, it was about this time. This Makes World sense. Country. In the Six Nations, exactly. And it felt to me, I kind of cycled through names in my head. And obviously, you know, the Welsh team is the obvious place to go for names. Sure. And to it felt like out. a name, yeah. There will be enough Cuthberts out there that it's hard to look up. But it's not like, if I'd just written Jones or Smith or something, they'd go, well, you just Suspicious, made, it up. You just made yeah, it up. yeah. Yeah. So it felt specific, but not so specific that it's the only one out there. If I'd written Falataro in 2008. Or to so <laughs> It's around <laughs> Fox's world. Yeah. So that, I started doing that. And on every exam afterwards, for my entire A-level, both AS and A2, I lied and I put in a quote by Cuthbert. Nice. And I expanded on. like, And it was in my last exam was the psychology one. The first sentence I began, as Cuthbert said in <laughs> such and such year, I just went balls out all for it. I also at one point in the politics exam just said, as Hillary Clinton once said, I just made up a quote. I thought yeah. there's absolutely no way they can verify that. You
0: practically emasculated your, like, politics to exceed in, thinking, I've never heard of this Cuthbert, but he seems quite prolific, doesn't he? Um, He's <laughs> <I know, laughs> probably yeah. pack it all in. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't you quote Batman in an I did. Well, so this yes. was the other thing. I mentioned this in passing in a video once, but I, again, I did my exams about the time The Dark Knight Rises came out, so I just watched The, the Dark Knight and Batman Begins <laughs> <laughs> like the night before or a couple of nights before. I watched them back-to-back, I remember, and... I said, as Wayne said in 2005, <laughs> wow. people need dramatic em- dramatic examples to shake them out of em- uh, apathy, uh, which is a quote from Batman Begins, which came out in 2005 and is said by Bruce <laughs> Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> and I got away with it. I then got that paper back and had a look at it, and they'd given me marks for it. No, Incredible. yeah. So I got Best marks for quoting Batman Begins. <laughs>
0: I I've, I've never got that far. I've managed to slip in partridge lines into my pieces. Oh no way! Yeah, I've got a few references in. Um,
2: what partridge quote applies to an exam?
0: Not in, uh, in my pieces now. Not in a uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I never got anything to make. Well, you know as Gandhi once said, you know, rugby is a is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. <laughs> but no, I've never never got anything into exams. I don't think. I mean, everything was everything was a because I hadn't seen, I hadn't read any of the books.
2: <laughs> it's worth giving you some more credit, Robbie, as well for Cuthbert because Cuthbert's legacy didn't end at you, did it? Like you curated this character, and yeah. then he, yeah, do you want to elaborate on that? Oh no, I was just going to pick up on you having not read the books, but quoting Alan Partridge. Just you know, it's not it's not Bravo to Zero by Andy McNab, is it? <laughs> There's a an Alan Partridge reference. Um, <laughs> a short What's note, your favorite just, part think... of
0: uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? I'd say the best of To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs>
2: Of William Shakespeare. (laughs) Uh, Why did Sylvia Plath kill herself? Was she not very good? <laughs> uh okay so yeah cuff but yeah just, i think you know teachers encouraged cuff to be continued using i believe is where you're going yeah. with that yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. it became so effective when they started asking for my pa- they, because i told my teachers i was doing this they started asking for my papers back just to check whether it was working and consistently i was getting marks for Cuthbert. and so they started encouraging if you're in a real pinch write cuff so I'm yeah. sure he's been found out by now, and I'm sure there's examiners somewhere across the board. They got some panicked email saying, yeah. "If you see the word but don't trust it." A bit like can Warren you Gatlin can you retrospectively
0: grey papers? <laughs> <I feel like laughs> yeah. Examining boards now is just like
2: everyone's got these. Like, oh, <laughs> you're going to get Lance Armstronged, and uh, yes, <laughs> they all... strip me of my a level. <laughs> have your A-level removed? But no, I then because of course I'm two years younger than you. Uh, I then went on and used Cuthbert in all of my A-level exams, mm. like as an homage to you uh, and the way that you used it and, you know, passed your exams with it or whatever. And then eventually to prove that, and yes, I'm slightly embarrassed to admit that I did a sociology A-level, but the reason why is because, again, as a, I, I could bullshit my way through it and Cuthbert was a big friend of mine during that because it's not a real subject and... In my final, the best exam I've ever performed on was the A two sociology exam, which I only used one real theorist. Yeah. To see your advice, Robbie, I had it no works. idea what I was doing going into it. Works, it's, yeah, it works. Anyway, it's, you know, it's like if this was a spy movie, right? Right at the beginning, I'd be recruited by the CIA because yeah. I broke the system and I was innovative and I found a way through it. And frankly, right, okay, and this is like I don't want to get on a too serious a point. But the current education syllabus, the current, the whole curriculum is built around passing exams rather than actually learning anything. And it was much like Madness learned to bend not break the rules when they were in school. I learned how to pass exams rather than how to actually learn things. So I picked up some stuff about politics and English and what have you. But mostly I just learned how to cheat exams. And that's become what I was good at. So really I did what the system taught me to do. And that's why we should reform education.
0: It feels like sure. your, your your whole early life was basically "Catch Me If You Can," with Leon- <laughs> exactly, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah, only there is no Tom
0: Hanks. It's, you're just I'm just forging exam questions, <laughs> and you know you'll be brought on board soon by by the exam board to sort of sniff out other people quoting now now sort of exiled Welsh rugby players,
2: <laughs> I as Priestland fix. said. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was a really specific, like European player that I quoted in my God sociology God, exam. Uh, yeah, it was it's gotta be. Th- it was on that level. It was on that level. It, I think. And as t- cancer wrote. Yeah. No, I have a feeling that I used like something really specific. Like I quoted like Hendra Fori In my exam or someone like that. There was a really specific player that I targeted. I can't can't wait for them to Google this source. Like, oh, this sounds really interesting. I want to look it up. And they get a video compilation from Ruddy Darter (laughs) of him having a nightmare against Romania. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good sociologist, though. Yeah. And he won international caps. Uh, it is actually because we had a nightmare finding this game. Pretty much the only footage of it yeah, on the internet is Dutta. a compilation of yeah, Flavia I love, being I, terrible. I love
0: Ruddy Dyer's videos. <laughs> um, just because it's
2: should we get him on this
1: podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know him. I don't. I don't know who runs the account, but it, it's, just, it's just. It's just. It's just an an amazing commitment to basically trying to ruin Ron Nogara's life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's just there, like, you know, any game, you'll, you'll just dig up something like, oh, Ron O'Gara had a shocker against the Waratahs in 2001. It's like, yeah, of course he did. He got, you know, pulverized. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> he got, got assaulted. Well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just love it. because Yeah, it's just, it's glorifying pl- professional players making mistakes and, and forgetting they're human beings. And for me, that's that's yeah. that's the spirit of rugby. That's rugby values. <laughs> um, that and James Hook being booed every time he kicked in this game. <laughs> yeah. Him and Priestland got up jeez the the crowd
2: just mentioning james hook my ongoing nemesis as sean holly likes to remind me that one time i spoke to him
0: careful now i I I love hooky i'm I'm best mates then
2: oh yeah no i he was one of my very (laughs) favorite players he's he's my best
0: mate i'm not his best mate i'd imagine (laughs) Um...
2: yeah and so james hook at one point (laughs) takes the ball at fullback where he was playing And he begins charging full pelt upfield. And he throws a dummy with such force that it causes him to lose his footing and fall over. (laughs) Which made me laugh out loud. Because it's such a James Hook moment. He then falls over, taking his next kicker goal as well, before they give it to Just
0: Yeah, a hooky at fullback in that World Cup. I mean, I spoke to him quite recently about it. Mm. Just It was like Gatlin knew that he had to be in the team somewhere. He just didn't yeah. know where. Like he played in yeah, that, yeah. That, that Six Nations. He played fly off didn't he at Murrayfield? Yeah. Which went all yes. right actually. That, that was a decent. Yeah. Game. yeah. I thought it was a good game. He's but then in the the, you know the next game he's like, I oh, will play I will play you in centre, James. Uh, <laughs> you know play, he always seemed to play him at fullback for the for the for the Pacific Islanders games. Mm. Like um, 2009, he played him against yeah against Samoa. Yeah, Samoa when they wore that yeah. awful yellow kit.
2: Yeah. Much that, we were there. That, 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 oh, I quite I love the yellow kit.
0: I was there. Um and we, oh. we went down. What
2: if we met? Ah. What we, if there's like a flashback sequence now? Or we we sat next to each other. Because
0: Halfpenny scored in the first few minutes, didn't he? Yeah. And
2: yeah. Obviously, you know was, no, no, we were. Not... We, we, no, that's Canada. Canada. No, it that was Canada, yeah. It was Canada. No, Halfpenny did score. He scored in the yeah, corner. Oh, I think it was ever ever it's cross or something like that. played, yeah, Yellow Card. Sorry, Yellow Kit. Was the other game they played in it? Yeah, Canada.
0: He actually scored twice in that game, didn't he? Yeah.
2: Sorry, you know, he did score in Crosskick. But we
0: were sort of travelling down from Mid Wales. On mm. a trip, and um, obviously got stuck in traffic outside Cardiff. So we missed that trice. Then we saw 70 oh, no. odd minutes of pretty awful rugby, sort of, yeah. you know, seeing yeah. Dwayne Peel's international career sort of slip away from him, sadly. Yeah. And then I yeah. think, was it Ma- was it Mapassu who scored the intercept that day? Yes, it was. It was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It all ties together.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe we met that day, man. Well, it, it's
0: mad because I think we, we sort of put in place the plans for this podcast that day. Um, and it, it, it's sad yeah. it's taken 11 we'll years to get it off the ground, but, you know, good things come <laughs> yeah. to those who wait.
2: We're going to do, do a retrospective for the pod, the World Cup taking place in two years' time. Yeah. We're going to talk yeah. about all the World Cups wait. in the future. Yeah. yeah, We're, we're going to need to wait at least, I think, eight years before people are interested yeah. in hearing about sure. that World Cup. Sure. Which they will be. <laughs> yeah.
0: I distinctly remember saying, guys, I think 2019 is going to be your year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just, just, just what I'm like.
2: Wow, I can't believe I'm going to meet Squid Rugby. <laughs> You're like, what's Squidge? Um, the best thing was, when you first watched this game, Ben, you wrote down, "Oh, oh, that's why they call it a forward pass. It's done by a forward. <laughs> and yeah. then nine years later, you finally got to make yeah. it.
0: Well, you know me. I, I like to you know, plan my jokes out in advance. Um, sure, sure. Apart from you actually, Eddie Murphy's rule.
2: I believe you <laughs> coined the joke, why did the chicken cross the road? Am I right in saying that?
0: I mean, yeah, it was, it was basically it was it was a failed um, it was a failed Seinfeld um, parody, um, <laughs> and it ended up being why well, did you can cross the road? But I'm, I'm very proud of it. Um, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though even though it's, um, you know it's failed.
2: Yeah, people don't give you enough credit for inventing that. Yeah. Joke it's big, and, big in Russia. Big on. in
0: Russia, which is I'm I'm very proud of. <laughs>
2: this is a what tangent, isn't? But did anyone <laughs> <laughs> see Taya Instagram story yesterday? Big in Russia. Is that yeah, is that your? He's, he's a he's a big Russian man. But he just, it was just loads of clips of him up a mountain with no one for miles on a horse. Was he topless? And he just, yeah, Good. he'd gone topless up a, up a mountain and it looked cold on a horse. Like, this is what I want for my International Sevens. So the, why, why isn't oh, Michael Hooper doing this? The verb, this? the verb to Putin.
0: Yes. <laughs> I Putin, you Putin, we Putin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aren't you glad that you have a medium which you can ask two people? Has anybody seen Tajik Kachev's Instagram story?
0: Do that in the pub and get kicked out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it reminds me of when I was in like under-16s, The and I'll probably mention this on a future episode, but the Argentine winning try against Scotland in this World Cup. Amorosino? Amorosino, oh, exactly. I love him. And that was what I said when I I was playing later that day, because I was still playing like under-16s or whatever. And everyone was talking about that try, and I referred to him as being Lucas Gonzalez Amorosino, and everyone just kind of stopped and looked at me, and it was like a beat as we just heard the clock ticking, and they kind of like, "Why would you? Why would you know that guy's name? Why do you? Why do you know this this player who isn't Toby Flood?" Yeah. And that was the moment I realised I'm <laughs> going to need to track down that guy I met at the Samoa game two years ago. Yeah. And finally do this podcast. Yeah. And what can I say? <laughs> what, what can I say that Eddie Murphy didn't say? First? I I've just watched Tanya Gajev's story, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he was indeed at mountains on a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah. good for him. Good for yeah. him. Good for him. Right. Uh, anything else about the game? Um, uh, we did change yeah. try. Shane's try. Shane's try. Yeah. Shane's try. Oh, okay. Shane's try. Right, here we go.
0: This is where this is where the good stuff happens. Half penny. Yes. Love him. Oh. His, his, his scrum cap is just not worth the hassle, is it? <laughs> I mean, for, for starters, I don't know what scrum cap he's wearing because when he when he comes on, you notice he's got like a black belt on the back. It's like ribbons that probably go down to his ankles, mm. like proper ninja stuff, um, which I imagine is what he asked for when he went, you know, went into you know, Lovell or wherever. He, wherever these boys shop, uh, he's like, "I'd like a ninja scrum cap." But yes, yeah, it's, it's the fact that he has to adjust it when he has his head taken off. I just, I just love that. Yeah, I lied. Will I haven't got twenty minutes on it? I, I lied on Twitter. I said, I, had, I, I said, I, had, I said I had a tight. Twenty-minute set, well, but I don't. you know
2: we've all seen Eddie Murphy, of course, at that twenty-minute set on Lee half penny. He did so. Really, he just steals your material, yeah, anyway. you know. Yeah.
0: What yeah. what is the deal with with scrum backs wearing scrum caps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not in a scrum. Point.
2: You know, you know, they always said Seinfeld was a show about nothing. Yeah, this really apart from that one episode where it was very much about Lee Harpenny's scrum cap. I think so. <laughs> that that full half hour they did on it. Yeah. Where Julia Louis Dreyfus tries on the hat.
0: She's such a yes. she's a wonderful physical actress. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what antics. What japes.
0: Well, a lot of shenanigans in that show. Uh, of course, the plural of shenanigai. Yeah. Who is related to the, the singer Jamiragui.
2: Yeah. Um, no, shenanigai <laughs> was playing for Tonga in this World Cup, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, shenanigai wears a big hat and sings.
1: Yeah. Right, so yeah, Shane lo- Williams' lovely. try. Yeah, great try, isn't it? Um
2: Levaya does a shit kick, which Lee Halfpenny takes. <laughs> at which point, the entire Samoan team decided to try and high tackle him.
0: Yeah, it was, it, I think it was, it was the only kick that sort of Halfpenny was underneath that day. Because every other one, he was having a scramble back for it. But yeah, um, then mm. it's, you know it's, it's classic. You know, chase, take their heads off. You know, we're talking we're talking New Zealand, 1973. The barbarians. A little little reference to JPR Williams, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> and and Which yeah, he then
0: yeah, gives it to Foxy, and, and it's. I swear, someone said Foxy had, had had done a lot of those passes that year, where he he yeah. he'd, he'd sort of found the grass, but it worked out. I can't remember any others. What it, what, what, um, what other tries? Um, Elgin on
2: Twitter. Yeah, it was. He did a similar thing against Argentina. He threw a bad pass, and then he put through the kick that led to the Argentine try on his first start in Cardiff uh, in two thousand and nine. That same autumn we were just talking about. Oh yeah, he got charged. Uh, down, didn't we didn't he? meet then. Yeah.
1: I wasn't at that, that game. That was I think on we met. as
2: well.
0: Yeah, I think we met. <laughs> I was at hospitality that day.
2: Mm, nice, nice. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there. Um yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We were at the pub together,
0: classic, watching it together, weren't we? Classic. Yeah, uh, lads at the pub in 2009 I was 13 and heavily drinking at that point. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> to like sort of deal with cubby. deal with the burdens of life. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. heavily drinking. So... Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any other sort of um foxy. But I remember I always remember the the, the pass he put out Island 2013 in Cardiff, he put it behind, Cutter. yes, because yeah, that was like that was a stick to beat with him. That like, oh, Foxy can't pass,
2: he saw that, out, didn't he? Yeah, he always his problem was he would always slow down before contact, meaning yeah. the man could always just drift off him. So, but he doesn't do that anymore, yeah. So
0: but then, like, fine. you look at 2017, he, he did the same stuff and he sets up Steph Evans in the Pro 12 final. Yeah, by doing yeah. that same sort of he, he sort of give and go. And he does the same thing with Elliot Daly and the Lions.
2: Yeah. And it became... He worked on his game so nicely. And he knew... I think right from about the moment he got into that Welsh team in about 2009, he knew what the weaknesses in his game were. Yeah. And he's worked on them slowly ever since. So yeah. by this point, he'd worked on the fact that he knew... People said he didn't pass. And he was just the great runner off the ball. And he developed a passing game. And he wasn't always the most accurate. But... He was still aware enough to give them, even if, it, as you say, like, it felt like such a Wales moment. The hop, and he goes right through from the entire Samoan team just attacking him. And he, he yeah. as we kind of alluded, like he adjusts his scrum cap as he's running constantly.
0: Doesn't doesn't realize yeah. someone's trying to ankle tap him at that point, and he, he's got you know one hand on his head, carrying a ball. Like if he'd have got ankle tapped, he's just his head's in the turf because he, he's got no arms to sort of break his fall there. Because he's, he's adjusting bad. his scrum cap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's also one of the most famous instances of the half-penny twirl, as I've always called it. Mm. That thing he does when he catches a high ball, and as someone comes to hit him, he does a little pirouette, and then somehow comes out the other side. He's like a pinball. And he did a couple of times here. <laughs> it. yeah. It's like a pinball. It's madness. Jesse, he, he rolls right out of the tackle, goes through, fixes the man, gives it to Foxy. Foxy then tries to fix the fullback and With his give mouth it. open. Classic. Of course, of course, of course, he's Foxy. Come on, goes without saying. Tries to give it back to Halfpenny and completely butchers the pass. And watching it live and then watching back yeah, here... I don't think he butchered it. I think he don't... meant to
0: do it. I'm going to <laughs> go, go on record. It's perfect. You shame Shane was. It's that classic... You don't see shame. Classic man on remember... a pass.
2: <laughs> I, see, I remember watching it live and thinking it had completely been blown because I didn't see shame. Yeah. I couldn't see shame. Well, neither did Paul all, Williams
0: because yeah. he just no, absolutely he... clatters half Halfpenny from behind. Yeah just takes him out and there's a shame, just pops up
2: and it's the most Shane Williams thing is knowing when Wales have blown it yeah. and to just pop up and yeah. save the day yeah and it basically became what he did the only way it could have been rescued.
0: more Shane it was if he when he went into the in goal area he thought oh, i step another four or five defenders
2: yeah like that Argentina game he made, we yeah, just mentioned.
0: He made that a habit didn't he yeah that's when um, yeah.
2: was it Gethin get no, shoved him over Gethin.
0: the line yeah shoved him over the line got sick of him yeah
2: there's another point where Shane makes another break and offloads to Jamie Roberts, and once again Paul Williams completely clatters him. And like it's so rare to see a fullback make such a dominant tackle on somebody just one on one, especially somebody of Jamie Roberts' size. But he completely ends him. Yeah, in Paul, a Paul Williams
0: what? made a lot of big tackles in that yeah. game. Um... So
2: Paul Williams wasn't built like the rest of Simone backline. Like weirdly, he yeah. was somehow the smallest man in that backline, apart from Levea, but. Apart from the value, but he's shit, so he doesn't count. Like, yeah, not, yeah. not in so, the back line. You know, despite, So Paul Williams was six foot two and 222 pounds, smallest man in the back line. And yet he he very much played like all the others. You know, he kind of yeah. learned that yeah. this is the way you play rugby. So you clatter into everything and you batter everything you can and you throw yourself into everything. And he was better than I remember, because I remember him yeah. just being his very confrontational fullback. Yeah. Rather than being good, and actually, it was no, quite it was nice plan. to see him really covering the ground and really doing all of the actual fullback yeah, things that you need to do as a fullback. Basically, yeah,
0: yeah, basically, both game. fullbacks in this game, Paul Williams and Lee Harpney, basically defy physics in what they do, yeah. <laughs> which is largely why I dropped physics. Uh, yeah, I, so saying, I, like, was, yeah I, dropped, I dropped it at AS, I couldn't get my head around it. I was there like, Paul Williams my, my teacher's there going, no, This is physics. I'm like, No, it's not because what's Lee Harpney <laughs> doing and Paul Williams doing? <laughs> That's did you much.
2: keep quoting them back and forth in your exams? Uh, yeah, your uh, physics is. You said
0: like, yeah, physics isn't big for quoting, but sure. I still, but I still but, did it.
2: Yeah, sure. You'd occasionally say, "I don't like that question." and you say, "As Paul Williams, brackets Samoa rugby fullback,
0: yeah. said." Not rugby and world and then, columnist, because you know, then right. I'm then I'm you know breaking copyright yeah. laws and taking rugby world's copy, which I never do.
2: Uh, of
0: course. I don't know why I made it sound like <laughs> so suspicious. Like I, I did yeah. it.
2: It's like, uh, it's like you've got like one of your employees at Wales Online listening and like examining yeah, the, the you. The man with a so, like, gun. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's quite funny. <laughs> um, I've never done
2: that. There's another partridge <laughs> reference here with Alpha Papa. <laughs> yes, you, uh, you, that's the best you can do, even with a gun <laughs> to your head. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but I think I've got I think I've the chickens crossing the road now.
0: Here's the, here's the theme from Ski Sunday. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> the theme from Black Beauty. It's brilliant. Oh. <laughs>
0: Need to watch that film.
2: Jet, <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park. Okay, we are just. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't mind. Do we want to just talk about Alan Partridge instead? Yeah, sure.
0: it, it's sure. it's sad that Bill um, Withers died, isn't it? It is. He is no it longer is. Yeah. with us. Um, oh, but also family oh. tragedy and all that. I apologise to
2: the family. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What else um, have we talked about in this game? What a good best, man. best episode of Alan Partridge. Is the last episode of the first series? It is. It is Towering Allen. It's called Towering Allen. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm with Kevin Eldon as the yeah 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 the, yeah. The, yeah the man he meets in the list. His name's Mike. Mike. Uh, yes, Mike Sampson. Oh, yeah. Why do I remember that? Um, I once came second in an Alan Partridge themed pub quiz, in which the final question was, "How old is Alan in days?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. What? But, what is? Um, I'm um,
0: I'm losing moment. What's the plot of Towering Allen?
2: Is that the it's he throws a party in his hotel room. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. 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 And <laughs> my favourite scene is when he's in the lift with um, yes. Kevin Alden and he goes, ping. <laughs> Excuse me. And the guy just starts laughing and then, it's, oh, it's like cars, this. <laughs> like, That's it. That's why what... it's that and the, you know, him having been very polite and very plain yes. and everything. <laughs> and then he says, um,. Well, you know, say that, like, how's the area you live in? He's like, oh yes, it's very nice. Um few too many blacks. And it just cuts to Alan taking him outside and saying, some people thought what you just said might be a little <laughs> bit racist. racist. And he just goes, oh, right, okay, yes. Laughs and walks <laughs> away. <laughs> Should we use his laugh track as well on this? Yes. I think we'll get done for copyright uh... for that. Nah, no one cares. But, but Steve, If Steve Coogan is bothered enough by this... Like, we haven't tapped his phone, therefore we're nothing for him to be angry about. I
0: am a journalist, okay. so I don't think he likes me.
2: You are. You are. Have you ever tapped Steve Coogan's phone?
0: Um, no.
2: Not Good. yet. That is. <laughs> that very the
0: man with the, the gun in the corner yeah. again. Uh, Rob yeah. Bryden, of course, um, for a Welsh audience. Yeah. But no, no, never Steve Coogan, you know. Just, just want to know what's going on with the trip.
2: That's a point. Yeah, exactly. If you were watching the trip as a Wales Online journalist, would you have to exclusively focus on Rob Brydon and just refer to Steve Coogan as English comedian in the headlines. headlines? Um,
0: I don't know. I don't really... I I, I don't... I, I don't really write <laughs> stuff uh, about that. I just, I just write about rugby. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right, I don't okay, know. never mind. Be, I just... From really
2: this know. podcast, I thought you didn't write about... I assumed you must write about Alan Partridge uh, yeah, more than t- rugby.
0: T- I just tend to do stories about what's on this morning. Um, You know, like, <laughs> Holly Willoughby shocked as Philip Schofield makes double innuendo about bread. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what people love to read.
2: Um... <laughs> Monkey tennis? <laughs> <laughs> Cancel him, Frank Bruno. Um... You know, the last three episodes have got progressively looser and less like anything. And each time I think we can't top it, and yet we have.
0: Yeah, well, I was just worried because obviously I saw, like, you know, you had one with Rhiannon, and she's, like, referencing foreign theatre and all that, and I'm there like, well... Yeah. F- mm. I've barely seen our theatre. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I used the word hour there. That's, that's slightly xenophobic. Um I'd be kicked out of Alan Parcher's room there if I, if I used that sort of... <laughs> 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 uh, Alexis, it's where?
2: weird to have someone that did a degree in... you know, She did it at Oxford, so she couldn't get away with not reading the texts when she did a classics degree. Which is a shame, really. I think they should be more open to just not doing the work. Everyone knows doing work's
0: uncool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do we have anything else about the game to pick up on? What game? Any other notes about that? Bradley Davis.
0: (laughs) Sure. At the very very end. Obviously, Mm. Wales make an absolute and They're closing it out. It's it's like 79 minutes, 58 seconds. Gethin Jenkins gets isolated. They they pick it off. Samoa get another Mm. chance. Wales, then, about two minutes oh. in the stoppage time, get a turnover, and you think, right, okay, just, you know. In the immortal words of David Jason, you know, play a cool trigger. Yeah, I, I do mainstream references. I do Only Fools and Horses as well as Partridge and, and other uh, things.
2: Yeah, incredible,
0: I, incredible. I've got a range.
2: All-round game, yeah. all-court game, yeah. As Eddie
0: Murphy says uh, in his 1980-something stand-up special, Raw, Bradley Davis nearly does a masco. <laughs> like he, he he just gets the ball from the turnover and he thinks right it's going to Priestland and then he proceeds to nearly fling it over Reese Priestland's head. Yes. It's Jamie Roberts in as well. When he, he, <laughs> he like Jamie Roberts is like so worried that Priestland's going to kick it me. Like the... I don't know if Jamie has ever done a slut drop before, but um, <laughs> he probably has. He's a medical student.
2: Of course, um, yeah. I've heard stories about Jamie Roberts in nightclubs that suggest yes, he absolutely has. Hmm?
0: I mean, I, I don't know anything about that. I just know he likes playing guitar with the Mannix. I don't know. I don't know anything yeah, else. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm relevant, still not sure
2: yeah. whether or not he's plugged in because he plays acoustic guitar on "You Love Us," so I done both times. So, does yeah, it have a, I, I don't know. Do you mean like "Into the Matrix"? Plugged in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly sure what really I meant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the, yeah, the Manics typically don't Which pill bring do a Matrix Jamie Robbins is taking? Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Why don't why don't they take Keanu Reeves more often? They do, they do, but he doesn't play the Matrix, he just plays um uh, he John Wick. Plays the, yeah. He what's <laughs> plays that what's John, that um... what's that
0: awful film he's in where two women come and um knock knock. That's the one, yeah. Knock knock I've only, I've only ever seen clips on YouTube. And I'm sixty five percent sure it's a softcore porn film.
2: <laughs> well, okay so i kind of enjoyed knock knock because it's a film that has no ideas above its station it, knows it has no it's idea it's the flockiest <laughs> thing yeah exactly i mean it's an eli roth film so obviously yeah that it's the thing about that film is that it's supposed to be this kind of revenge thing so you're angry at keanu and you're quite excited for anna armas and eli roth's wife too because he's married to a woman like half his age who he then casts yet yeah, you're, you're supposed to be excited for them to like get revenge on him But because the first, like, 40 minutes of the film is them going, please have sex with Keanu. And he's like, no, I'm married. And they just do it over and over again. And then they basically, like, it's borderline rape when they eventually, like, basically tie him down. And then he eventually gets into it. And then they spend the rest of the film being really angry with him and tying him up and, like, torturing him because he cheated on his wife. It's like, well... Hold on, there's like forty minutes. There's like several hours in the time in the film in which he's really, really trying his best not to. So it's just it's it's not satisfying in the way it's supposed to be. It sounds, it sounds like it was for Keanu. As a... <laughs> yes. Oh, Keanu Thank Reeves you. had a you um, know why he said yes to that. Also, he gets to eat lots of chocolate cake. Oh, so oh, dream jobs. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Why and was Alex why are we talking about knock knock starring? John I don't know. I'm just going to get.
0: I'm just going to get into film recommendations. Cool. Go on. I haven't seen the mule, but I've heard. Obviously, I think you've spoken about it, and I feel like I've heard. <laughs> I feel like I heard John Mulaney and Pete <laughs> Davidson talk about it on SNL.
2: Oh, the the mule is extraordinary. Are you sound, recommending a film I, you've never seen, by the way.
1: Like oh, I I, the, all
2: I know,
0: all I know is all I know about it is, is Clint Eastwood, and he's the he's yeah. the director. He's, yeah. what's he, What's he now? Eighty odd, older. Yeah. Yeah. they there. Is there like, I'm like... going to make a film where I'm going to have not one threesome, but more than one threesome. Is it two?
2: Yeah. Good lad. Uh, yes, and... Two threesomes, and I think sex with another woman. And as well, the yeah. villain
0: is played by Andy Garcia.
2: Yes. So, okay, I could genuinely talk about What sort of about, crack dream is that? I genuinely could talk about the mule for about an hour. I think it's. I saw it once in the cinema, and I kind of just sat there in disbelief the entire time and came out, and everyone I spoke to for about three days, more than that, about three months, I just ranted about, what is this film? Because it's extraordinary. As you say, like, it's the, the 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 thing that stands out is the threesomes. And also because, so, Clint Eastwood, when I'd heard before going in that he has several threesomes, I thought he was going to be playing kind of like, you know, his character in Gran Torino, or the kind of character you think of all my, you know, Clint Eastwood is playing as these kind of badasses. And he's not. He's playing this, like, doddery old gardener, it's like watching our granddad have a threesome, because he's Thanks just for that. like, I know. like of, I know. There's also a lot of I know a lot
0: of driving as well in it. Like he, he just seems intent on proving oh. that I am clinically Eastwood. I can still drive. You know, it's just there like
2: <laughs> exactly yeah. It's like it's like it's, it's like, like <laughs> came for his it's like, it's
0: like a massive infomercial for the DVLA. It's like look, I, I yeah. can still drive the car, and also look what else I can do. I can have threesomes.
2: Oh, so what? I I I probably shouldn't even start because genuinely,
0: without sounding sort we're of two too... almost an
2: hour and a half in. I don't. Um, I don't want to
0: sound too keen on could. what the threesomes are like because you know, <laughs> it's the internet and 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 it's weird. But what what are the threesomes? Are they shot tastefully? Uh, is it is um, it like? Have you seen uh, the the video game? Is it Right to Retribution Hell? Have you seen? I, it's it's I an awful. Know, it's no. like one of the worst games ever made, and mm. all the cutscenes in it, which are a sex, is just it's it's these horribly like st- um, stilted sex scenes where everyone's fully clothed.
1: Um, and it's like a really okay. glitchy game. Right, okay.
0: um, uh, I don't know why I'm revealing this about myself. I've seen it on YouTube. Um, You're
2: looking to that man with the gun at your head. Yes. My yes. my YouTube
0: recommended is like a car crash. But um, yeah, what, how how are the sex scenes uh, shot? Are they tasteful? So
2: that's so, so. partridge. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> the camera angles.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, um, Lynn, I
0: um, <laughs> can you put porn on my TV. <laughs>
2: So they are basically, as I remember it, one of them certainly the one that stands out in my mind uh, is Clint East. One of them I think we don't really see. One of them is a another character sitting on the balcony and watching down in like a motel, and they're watching they watch like a woman going into Clint Eastwood's hotel room, and he's kind of doing some kissing. You know, oh, like, oh, he's Does that, all his own like stunts, Alan Partridge? Um... Yeah, and then another girl goes in in like skimpy clothing. And kind of walks up to Clint Eastwood as well. And then he closes the blinds. Oh, he's a
0: dog. And he's the a other dog. one...
2: I <laughs> know. And I like Clint, because Clint Eastwood is a historic movie star and was, in his day, incredibly handsome. He assumes that all old men just have women <laughs> flinging themselves at them all the time. That's his impression as someone, you know, when he's right producing, making this movie, directing it. And the other one, as I remember, Clint Eastwood's like in his bedroom and he's talking about something else. And this woman comes in, he's talking to her quite innocently, like, Oh, you know, I love gardening or whatever. And then she's like, No, well I love sex and he's like, Whoa and like their friends, Hold on Missy as well. <laughs> yeah. And they both just like jump at him and there's like these two women in bikinis kinda like like in their brown pants, kinda lying all over him on the bed. And we don't see actual sex, but there's a lot of yeah, him kissing and then falling onto a bed with multiple women in their 20s despite being about 18 when it was made sounds
0: very tastefully done
2: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely there's there's more that isn't tasteful it's just an extraordinary film but i won't get into it we've talked about five minutes you are listening to the squid rugby world cup retrospective in which we exclusively talk about the rugby (laughs) world cup from 2011 yeah i'm
0: pretty sure you know clinton eastwood would have been watching the 2011 world cup thinking one day yeah i'm gonna make a film yeah he well, was. Of he was
2: there when we met him in the two thousand and nine well, uh, no, World
0: Cup. Well, he of course, directed Invictus. Invictus. Yeah. There we go. Everything's. Yeah, it'll,
2: so it'll yeah, that was a, it's, it's irrelevant. And it was you know the following Six Nations after that when they had Morgan Freeman read out that introduction thing. The, I, don't, I don't. They had Morgan that. Freeman holding the Six Nations trophy. Was on the beat, and he just said like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he just went like, good luck, gentlemen, only in Morgan Freeman's voice. And it was like, whoa. I could do it, but I'm not, whoa, I'm
0: not, I am I'm, I'm not going to get into celebrity impressions on this podcast, especially Morgan Freeman, because that's just... <laughs> the first Eddie, time Eddie I Murphy's met <laughs> uh. Terry Wogan, I could do.
2: Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us on because everyone is screaming at this to end. Oh, the, the one other thing I have written down is so Trevor Anus has a try disallowed in the first half. <laughs> Anus, yeah, yep. Trevor Trevor's Anus, yeah. He has a try disallowed in the first half for a double movement, and at halftime the Australian pundits are getting so angry about yeah. this and they are so up in arms about the fact that this should have been a try when it's not. It's a double movement. Yeah. There's like he, no he, such thing as a double movement. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he says. Like, if you want double movement, go and watch rugby league. There's, there's no double movement.
0: Yeah. No. And of course that was the last controversial thing Alan Rowland did in that World Cup, so I think we can all agree on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think there's any filters we could bring up. But then Trevor Anus gets up and he looks like he wants to punch Alan Rowland. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's kind of looking and fury. I love the the, the yeah. ball, the
0: ball, the slamming the ball on the ground, the big ball bounce. That's yeah, um,
2: Yeah. Uh, it does lead massive. to a like there's a world out there in which Trevor Anus then spear tackles Alan Rowland. And that sets the precedent for Can I, what red cards yeah. are. Can I use that to segue into my one of my Dick of the Day nominations? Yes, please. I was other, gonna, yeah. than, other than the Alan Wynne-Jones Falcon, which yeah. is, you know... Or Clint fair, Eastwood yeah.
0: in the Mule. Yay!
2: But... <laughs> hey! Thank you. Lads, lads, lads! Oh, oh, banter. That is another one of those classic <laughs> jokes. No, but no, similar to the Trevor Rainer's frustration thing with the ball, there's a bit where our best friend, Tesey Levea. Drops the ball yeah. under no pressure. <laughs> yes, and then it made me go four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only was that incredibly shit, but then he then dummies punching the ball away in frustration. Yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> I also noticed he, so he's, he's, got, he's got a slight one lock of blonde hair on the back of his head. That's it. If, oh, nice. if you, yeah, I noticed that he, he, when he turns around, you just see this one little lock of blonde hair. Yeah, hmm. you yeah, know, I, I just thought to point it out.
2: That scrum you. though, because the game was. It was a really intense game and I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was, yes, you know, was a like a... Game. Actually, yeah, that's the, that's
0: really the other thing I wanted to pick again. up. At halftime, the pundits, the Fox Sport pundits, which mm. we the ones we were watching, they go, this is probably the best game of the World Cup. With mm. you having watched every game of the World Cup so far again, is that, does that hold yeah. up? Is that still the case?
2: No. I don't think so. I, you mean Fox Sport best, lied? I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I I think it'd be my top five yeah. out of what have we done? Like fifteen or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Fiji it's, Namibia is still my favorite. I thought Canada Tonga was great. Yeah. I think this is up there. I think because it, it was a yeah. really tense game in which everything mattered, and yeah. both teams were playing well, which I think yeah. is the important thing in a good game. It like it was two good, Fiji, good Fiji, teams playing well. No, but Tonga. nothing is like but, I. Yeah. I can't think of many. You know, like I don't think Clint Eastwood in the Mule had a better time than I had watching Fiji Namibia. Sure. Sure. Or Keanu Reeves so, yeah. playing with the Mannix, yeah. you know exactly. Yeah, uh, none, none of it. The chicken that was crossing the road successfully, not yeah. the one that got run over. R.O.P. I, I know, I know. The moment of silence for. There's another moment of silence. Not no, drinking, not any longer. Uh, so, Dick of the day. Yes, you would. Well, you would. Do you want to finish your thought on Dick uh, of the day? Uh, uh, just that. That says Levea my Dick of the day for the, for yeah. dummying, punching the ball away in frustration after dropping the ball under no pressure. So yeah, mine is also Levea for not just that. You know that was a factor that dropping the ball into no pressure, but also putting it on the full. But mostly for the two breakdown penalties he gave away, which were both really dumb, just diving in the side of a ruck, when there were, he wouldn't have helped, even if it was a successful clear out, the ruck was already won. He just dived in the side. And for Fly Half to do that is proper dick of the day nomination worthy, even if he wasn't already having a bad game.
0: I'd probably have to say some um, Talofo. <laughs> just thought he was useless. But Falatai was really good.
2: <laughs> it was like he wasn't even on the pitch.
0: Yeah. Typical Wales, we're playing with 16 men. Lee <laughs> Boone wasn't even in the squad. Hey. Nice, Nice niche that. Ospreys references there. Yeah,
2: that's that's really niche. Yeah. What game what was that? Refer- I 12? like... No. Uh, Leicester Tigers. Tigers, wasn't it? Leicester Tigers, 2009. Cool. You've got the two people in the world who get that. Yeah. And just as well, now we're far enough into the podcast that no one's listening. Yeah. So... <laughs>
0: You know, so back to the we, mule. We've got
2: your entire audience there. Um, <laughs> yes, as we were saying, there's a oh no, I could, I could, I could, I won't. Man of the match. Should we move on to man of the match. Uh yeah, the official one was Alan, Wynn, was it? Yeah. yeah. So Alan, and frankly, I agree with yeah, that. It's hard because Alan Jones was everywhere. Okay. At Sam all, came. Sam came up with good. really
0: good interventions at times. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just great seeing Sam Warburton as as a young captain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Two-thirds of this podcast have had personal comp- compliments by him. Am I right in thinking? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Will.
2: Um... <sighs> oh, yet. <laughs> There's time yet. How many How many of us have got a personal compliment from Razzy Rasmus? Just wondering. Can we just check that? Can we, can we just go oh, back into the video God. and, and look over that? I've changed my phone
0: recently. So I don't know. Uh... Uh, yeah, <laughs> me too. Sorry. Yeah, you always used to leave voicemails.
2: <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, so you got. I was going um, no, to own say, match. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had comfortably slayed my were very much in contention, as I yeah. said. I think virtually everyone played well. I thought Mike Phillips was less of a twat than the previous week. Sure. So that gets positive points for that. Reese Priestland, very good. Jamie Roberts, very good. But I thought it was going to be hipster choice so until he got the official man of the match, but Alan Jones. Yeah. Bradley Davis. Fair enough. <laughs> Fox man of the match, Bradley Davis. Now, I also asked for our mother's man of the match um, Okay. as well. So there's four votes on this. Right, and she said that <laughs> that one of them, the runner-up was Adam Jones for dominating the scrum the whole game, okay. uh, which is a very bold mum's man of the match, Mum's mom, if you want. Nice. But she went for Jamie Roberts, quite American because... that
0: way, very, very you know, not going not gonna to play to the English audiences that well. But uh, I- I'll allow. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> unless from <I'm> Birmingham, <laughs> unless
2: they're from Birmingham, where they say sure. mum. <laughs> But yeah, no, she went went with Jamie Roberts, Mm -hmm. who did have a really good game, one of the few people to sort of keep Mapasua fairly quiet. So, you know, he worked pretty hard. I went for another sort of hipster choice. I wanted to go for Alan Wynn, but I kind of knew it would be an obvious selection going for him. And so my man of the match is Shane Williams. Because Mm. in in the first half, the amount of times he had to clean up for other people's mistakes and then make breaks himself and (laughs) put people through and stuff. Such a hipster choice. The most famous, influential player yeah, on that team. The, probably the greatest world player ever. Yeah, Giving it to the one player on either team who had a star above his head on Rugby 08. <laughs>
0: a wonderful yeah. scrum half.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, Shane was just yeah. brilliant. And every time Wales needed something from the back line, he would pop up and do it. You know, where there was a yeah. line break, finishing that try, a lot of good tackles. You know, he kept Tony Thackenbaugh quiet, you know? Mm. So yeah, I'm giving it to Shane. Yeah.
0: I, I cool. agree with you mum okay. I think Adam Jones actually is a really good shot because he, he did not one yeah. but two dive passes in this game
2: yeah Which I just think that's that's, he, that's he, a he, very he, specific Eddie Murphy reference yeah. like, oh, I agree with you mum. Adam Jones had a good game yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was,
0: it was one of his jokes to sort of like, he, he did it on the sort of the the, the circuit and it didn't work so he, he cut it from the, the DVD um just didn't, didn't yeah, work it as well ahead of his time yeah Hugh Bennett as well I thought Hugh Bennett was brilliant just had a great world so, Cup.
2: I thought Hugh Bennett was very good around the park but yes, in the lead least. up to this world Cup I was frustrated by how poor his yeah. lineup throwing was. And he sorted out for South Africa and he sorted out going after this. But I'd forgotten he had this game where suddenly his lineup throwing was a bit shonky. Yeah. But there is one point in the second half where he chucks it terribly. But Luke Charteris is so tall, he can just pluck it out of the air. Yeah. Of was, that, was, anyway. that, was, that,
0: was that Bennett? Or was that a, I thought that was a Samoan. I thought it was a Samoan throw. Where, where oh, literally okay. no one gets off the ground. So then it's just up to Charteris to just reach yeah. above his head. And that's, that's a great lineup. I love that. But yeah, there's another moment with it's Hugh the- Bennett where. Um, I think George North is taken into touch by Alice uh, Tuolagi. Mm. And yeah. Hugh Bennett just like becomes a human shield for him because he's just, like, there's this 19 year old on the floor with all these Samoans around him. So he just basically just lies on top of him until the Samoans go away. I thought, oh, that's nice. Oh. Hugh
2: that's Davis, i like a... not
0: sure what they say about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely humanitarian
2: guy. Humanitarian of the day. Cuthbert, Who's Who's humanitarian? Oh, that's... Oh, we need that so laugh. We get We're get getting highbrow now. We need. We need a laugh track badly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what? I think we've finally done it. We've we finally made it to the end of the podcast.
0: Uh, yeah. I can't believe Incredible it. Incredible scenes.
2: Yeah, Ben. Thank you very much. Uh, where can people find you other than on your sofa slash bid?
0: My bed. Where can they find me? Um, out in the streets doing Terry Wogan impressions, but also <laughs> uh, more personally on Twitter um, at Ben James one seven nine
2: six. As the, I thought there was going to be a pause there so I could do a joke. Go on. Just gentlemen in the sheets, Terry Wogan in the streets. Nice. But it doesn't work because there isn't a, anything to complete it. No. No. Go on. Where Sorry, else? Sorry, you say Ben, yeah, ben James, James, James 1796.
0: Say, yeah. Where else can they find me? I suppose on Wales Online, if you want to yeah. work on there. The Welsh Rugby Podcast, search that on iTunes or whatever podcast provider is. Welsh Rugby Podcast. Uh, not the Attacking Scrum Podcast, because they're they're good guys, but don't, you know... <laughs> Don't don't start listening to them thinking it's me or Scrum Five or Flats and Shanks or any other podcast. Just,
2: you know, don't <laughs> well, the don't retrospective. don't think yeah. it's me.
0: Oh, I, um, obviously, this podcast I listen to this one, but not the others. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. I think. That's, yeah, uh, do you want my house address, phone numbers, please. Yeah, sure, please. Um, sure. Um, so yeah. security uh, insurance number is uh, it's like <laughs> it, it, it's got a four in it. Um, okay. Uh, okay. And
2: and my pin number. I've forgotten it now.
0: But yeah, you will find it okay. all.
2: That's okay. Just um what we'll do is I'll pull out the the tweet for this podcast and or Robbie will put out the tweet about yeah. and just send a photo of it and attach it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, that and works. That's fine. It looks quite it's nice as far as I'm well. aware, so you can send send it back good, as well. Good show, yeah. As well. Yeah.
0: yeah. And if any of you can find cool. me on Google Maps on Street View, try it. You won't, but it'll waste. Are you on there? Have you got? I'm not. My dad is cool uh, in his tractor, basically just seemingly like forcing the Google van to reverse for him, just like this lovely (laughs) sort of stop motion tractor slowly moving towards a Google Mm. van. But I'm not on there. But like I say, if you want to spend an afternoon looking for me, there are worse things (laughs) to do. There are worse things to do.
2: (laughs) Any private investigators out there? Yeah. Okay. Thanks right. for joining us again, Ben. It's been we a really pleasure. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank thank you for doing it. Thank you for sitting through all this nonsense to you as a listener as well. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Thank listeners. you, Ben. Thank you, Will. Thank yeah. I can't thank no them way. enough and apologise mostly. Yeah. Apologize for not doing a full podcast on the mule, which I could do. We will probably it at some point. One day. Yeah. One day. It'll be the mule and Uncle Boo and Me. I'll do a back to back podcast on them. So yeah, thank you very much. Please do join us next time when we'll do another game. And I'm currently trying to slow how I speak so I can get up the list and check what the next game is. It's England Georgia. England played Georgia, and England won. We do have a guest that is yeah, quite exciting. Can to you, can up,
0: you I can't even remember that. Is it Martin Johnson? I...
2: Yeah, yeah, Martin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I meant is the guest Martin Johnson, not not the not the. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, Eddie Murphy.
0: I mean, if you can get him on for the 2015 World Cup, I'm sure he's got views.
2: The poor man's Ben James, but absolutely. I I, I mean, I
0: couldn't possibly comment.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Regardless, we'll see you next time for some England rugby. Uh, Rugby. There would definitely be rugby. Otherwise. I think it's just for health and safety reasons. I'm going to call it there. Thank you very much. (laughs) Goodbye.